everybody. It's Bill Cousins. We are at the National Cancer Prevention Workshop. Um, today, we're going to welcome representatives Debbie Dingo and Fred Upton, both from Michigan, and both sponsors for National Cancer Prevention Day, the National Cancer Prevention Workshop, and the United States Bipartisan Cancer Prevention Caucus. And I just want to say, um, when Debbie initiated that, um, it's really, you know, everybody meets for that Congress, for that caucus. And, and it seems a little crazy at first, but I get so much mail from people that are grateful that you both show up and you're part of the process. So many people with sick families, sick children, they're, they're really, really grateful. And I just want to thank you for putting yourselves out there in that way. You've been instrumental in saving lives, and we're very grateful. So um, the reason we wanted to talk to you today is that you're both sponsors of the legislation for PFAS to clean up the Great, Le up the Great Lakes. And I was hoping you could tell us a little bit about it. Um, I was wondering if we could start out by defining what PFAS is, uh, the impact on communities, and um, some of the negative impacts of those chemicals, if we could just start the discussion there. Fred, you're my senior. No, oh, well, he's older than I am. Barely, barely, barely. Um, I got my hair cut, so it's uh, I even look younger today. Well, uh, uh, Bill, first of all, it's a delight to be with you. Cancer is important, not only to the two of us, but really the whole Congress. So we've seen this bipartisan effort for a long time, maybe more than just about any other. I mean, quite frankly, tell me a family that hasn't been impacted by a death of, of some type of cancer. There are none. I mean, absolutely none, uh, and um, which is tragic. But I got to tell you, a few, a few years ago, most people, most members of the Congress, including me, never even heard of the term PFAS. Uh, and uh, it was something that tragically we found in our backyard in Michigan, in, in a lot of different places that was literally thousands of times higher than the accepted level, found out that EPA didn't even actually have a level, which is one of the reasons why Debbie and I uh, joined together to, to try and prod EPA to tell us what the standard ought to be. And sadly, uh, particularly around military bases, uh, we saw PFAS because it's in the foam, the firefighting foam, uh, and thus used for training at all these different airports, particularly military installations, it would get into that groundwater and it would never come out. And then we found that it led to, you know, underweight babies, uh, real cancer-causing things. Uh, and for me, the real wake-up call was when, tragically, we found a, an old paper company, I think, that had closed down back, you know, literally 50 years ago, uh, had contaminated the city municipal water wells, and got off the plane uh, going into the August break, fall from my my sheriff and others saying, Fred, you won't believe what these, what these PFAS levels are. Can you help? And I said, we got to put out the word right away. And I drove up outer edge of my district, not on the way home at all, uh, got in touch with a governor's office, put a command center. And literally that night, we were going door to door uh, with police, small community just outside of Kalamazoo, uh, but literally with police cars, with the, with the uh, speakers on top of the cars. Don't drink the water. Don't don't use it for 
your vegetables. They'll use it for your ice, for your coffee, for your infant formula. And for months, we literally had to pass out water school and the churches for people bottled water uh, for folks to use until we could actually hook up, change the hookup from the city of Parchment to the city of Kalamazoo to try and protect those folks. But tragically, this is an issue now that certainly we in Michigan know a lot about, certainly our committee in a bipartisan basis, and we have a, a caucus, but we've now passed legislation in the House. Hopefully the Senate can can come along. We know that if we can get it to the president's desk. He's likely to sign. Great news. Sorry, I'm sorry uh, we have to go through this, but I'm grateful to both you and Debbie for your leadership. This is and not only working together, but I believe this is really one of the most important um, solutions for cancer prevention. And I love that you know you both have been able to work together to do this extraordinary thing and, and help with this. Um, did you want to add anything to that, Debbie? Did you want to add anything? Let me just build on what Fred has said. First of all, again, Bill, thank you for all the work that you do. And it's always, I'm always glad to do things with Fred because we do work together very closely on many, many things that impact people. PFAS doesn't look at someone and think they're a Republican or a Democrat. Actually, PFAS doesn't look at anybody. And we need to, PFAS is a crisis in this country and too many people don't know it. Uh, uh, PFAS is a man-made chemical, came out of the Manhattan Project. Uh, and it is known, as, it's called a forever chemical. You can't get rid of it. We cannot... And that's what's so scary. 98% of us have some level of PFAS in our blood. Uh, it's in more than 2,000 communities in our state, in Michigan. Uh, it's been found in 100 communities. Uh, and Fred was talking about the drinking water standard. Uh, we Every year we keep saying, when are you going to set the drinking water standard? And they keep saying that it's going to come. And actually, a Republican governor in our state, Rick Snyder, we take water seriously in Michigan, appointed a PFAS scientific advisory committee, and the findings that we made, and they set a drinking water standard for Michigan, is actually more stringent than the guideline that EPA currently has for uh, PFAS in your drinking water. 200 million Americans probably are drinking water right now with PFAS in it. And as Fred said, we know that it has harmful in uh, uh, impact. We know that it can cause cancer in people. And that's why we did get the PFAS action bill uh, through the House. We got, it was a bipartisan bill, which is wonderful when those things happen. And I would say to people who are listening to us today, PFAS is in so many things that you don't even think about. It is, you know, I'm a lousy cook. I need a Teflon pants. Teflon's had PFAS in it. PFAS is in our makeup. There's been a new study this year uh, warning us that it's in many kinds of makeup. But I went and looked at my makeup. It's not labeled anywhere. It's in food storage containers that you get from a restaurant when you're picking up the food. How many of us have done that during pandemic? Uh, it's in our socks. So we are working very hard to educate people where PFAS is as well. That's why Fred and I are working so closely on PFAS Action Act, but other bills, because this is a forever chemical that is in too many places, and we haven't begun the cleanup of it, and we need to prevent it from being used by 
in many products that we're using. Let me just ask you this, because yeah, this this is definitely epidemic. How how are you and Fred working together, really, in Michigan? To because you're you're so ahead of the curve of everybody to, on this issue. Tell, do you have a, a anything you can share with us about? the way you're working together on this? You know, a lot of it is awareness. Uh, and again, you know, just a few years ago, and I, I would bet that if you did a poll today, most people, a majority of folks would know what PFAS is or even that it's harmful and can lead to cancer, et cetera. So that's why, you know, we had a, we had a good vote in the House. It sets the stage for, for the Senate. Uh, we're hoping uh, that the defense bill, when it gets uh, done, will we'll have, uh, resources for PFAS because that cleanup's got to start. But, you know, our governor a number of years ago, former now former Governor Schneider, actually required every municipal water supply, even those under 10,000 residents, had to check for PFAS. And th- that uh, that sent the word out. So that's now, so it's, it's part of the Michigan uh, um, uh, equation, I guess you could say. And he told me, and Debbie is, as well, that he told other governors, this is something you better get your hand on, because if you haven't, maybe you haven't heard of it now, this was to the National Governors Association, but I can assure you that down the road you are. So, you know, it's one step at a time. Can you uh, tell me about the types of cancers you're hearing about through these exposures and the risk to you know, I don't know the specific ones, but we know that they're cancer causing, and that's one of the reasons why we prodded the EPA to really help us, you know, not the scientists here, but help us, tell us what's, what's the, the, the maximum that, that people can take and let's identify it and let's, you know, be able to, to get some of this stuff out of the, the waste stream uh, where, where it gets into the groundwater supplies. Right, right. There been, Bill, there have been studies that show the most common causes of cancer from PFAS are kidney and testicular. Uh, but more and more research is being done every day, and they find out more and more. So that's why we're working so hard to keep it out of products. And I mean, think about it. PFAS is in the blood of 98% of the people Crazy. in this country. You can't get rid of it. There's no way to get rid of it in your blood. And it's unnecessary and preventable. That's the thing that drives me crazy, that there are there are ways that we can do this. And, and certainly the two of you have done so. We, um, you know, uh, Rob Lott, who's on our board here, is the, the, the storyline in Dark Waters. And he wrote the book Exposure and His Experience on PFAS. And... Um, that's how I first learned about it. But it was, it's really amazing. And the fact that you've not only um, identified ways to get your arms around it um, is incredible and could not be more grateful for you. Is there a, a strategy to clean this up? Is there a way of cleaning this up in the Great Lakes? Or is, there, is that possible? Well, well a, a couple of things. First of all, we have to identify it. But, you know, in the, in this, in the smaller infrastructure bill, and as we talk, there's a lot of debate that's going on right now in Washington for sure. It was a bipartisan infrastructure bill that was actually a direct result of an organization that Debbie and I both belong to that is called the Problem Solvers Caucus. Nearly 60 members, equally divided, Republicans and Democrats have a good number here in Michigan. Debbie and I have been, she might have been a member before I was. Uh, I'm on the Republican side, I'm, I'm one of the vice chairs. 
But in fact, in that blueprint that passed the Senate last August, 69 to 30, uh, it includes $10 billion for PFAS cleanup. Uh, Another 15, again, another issue sort of, not sort of, but close to our hearts in Michigan, of course, is the lead issue dating back to Flint. And now, as we talk, Benton Harbor, but other, other communities around the country as well, there's $15 billion in there for, for lead line cleanup, $10 billion for PFAS. So this is what I would consider a good start of where we want to go. And hopefully we're going to get this bill to the president's desk pretty darn soon. It's, ama- it's amazing how far you've come because I know in not in not so distant past there were no solutions. There were no, there's nobody tackling this. There was nobody looking at this, and and so uh, the two of you have been so critical in in really advancing this. And I know many many people are grateful. I hear from them and appreciate your work. People often don't understand how public health works, and they're just different tools than what we see in the hospital or in in our doctor's office. And the fact that you have legislation and policies and best practices to try to get around this issue is amazing and I'm so grateful. I don't wanna keep each of you all day. I could talk to both of you all day, but I just wanna thank you for your leadership for the National Cancer Prevention Workshop. National Cancer Prevention Day and the House Caucus on Cancer Prevention. You both are rock stars and um, your leadership is really critical today. Thanks. Thanks for all you all do. And uh, we'll, we'll do our best to have your back. You do. Thanks, everybody. Thanks very much. Advocate. Be the voice you want to for change. Thank yeah. you. Thanks, Debbie, for all you do. Thanks, Fred. Take care. Thank you for the time. Thanks. Bye.